0: the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips getting you yes you in the game and it's nearly championship weekend we'll talk about those two big games and who will be heading to Super Bowl 52 plus we'll talk about the NFL ticket release and news and much more this is the Gridiron Show Welcome to the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips, getting you yes you in the game. Have you noticed <laughs> today, Ben Mortimer you. put out? <laughs> oh, I've just faded him up quietly in the background, uh, <laughs> and he, not you, that quietly. <laughs> you. Um, have you noticed that Ben tweeted out something today about buying tickets to the uh, the championship weekend games, and actually wrote the getting you yes you in the game on his tweet? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, uh, that's all you, Ollie. That is all you. <laughs> no, it's you. No, so- <laughs> wait. It was- <laughs> it's Ollie, me. Ollie, Ollie. <laughs> Ollie,
1: <Oi, oi, oi. laughs>
0: We are two weeks and three days away from the Super Bowl, people. Wow. Two days, three weeks, something like that. I did it the wrong way around afterwards. Uh, and we are about. 48 hours to 72 hours away from knowing exactly who is going to be in the Super Bowl. Will it be from the AFC, the Jags or the Patriots? Will it be the Eagles or the Vikings? We will find out and we'll discuss those games coming up shortly. And we're also going to talk about the NFL ticket release today. Met with some controversy. uh, And we're going to discuss the latest statement just released by NFL UK as well about the tickets. Um, And... uh, yeah, I've emailed the NFL UK to further clarify because I still don't think it's clear enough. But we'll talk about that coming up shortly. First of all, guys,
2: how's it going? Two shows in a row, we we're I'm all good, here at buddy. the same time. No, I am also good. I've been asked. The listeners
1: part. don't realise how close together we are as well. We we were rarely this close, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, you are, but a couple of miles north.
0: Could have stayed in central. Could have just come and done it with us could in the studio. Done, yeah, actually, why didn't but, you
2: do that?
1: I didn't do that because I'm in meetings I'll do with Josh tomorrow, and and well, you could have done I it drive today, here.
2: Poor from you. Uh, why were you? Josh has asked me to ask you, uh, in front of the listening millions, as Danny Kelly would say, why were you late for no, a no, meeting? It's, it's, today? Sorry, sorry, as he would say, the listening millions. You, me, that is and not. The, the listening talks. millions. Yeah,
0: no, it's how Danny Kelly talks. So, why were you late oh, for a meeting fine. today?
1: um because when i was literally half a mile from the destination i ran out of petrol how
2: how do people run out of petrol
1: (laughs) i'm gonna tell you how when i I had 15 miles to go (laughs) listen ollie (laughs) when i had 15 miles to go it said i had 32 miles of petrol remaining in the town. Oh,
0: you trusted the electronic gauge. And let's be honest after the fact after that you drive miles, like an absolute maniac probably didn't help.
1: That isn't true. After thirty miles it just goes to two dashes. So That's
0: the same thing mine. Just does. as I
1: was arriving. Just as I was arriving and you the car have just started to slow down. Ordered
0: an Uber to get that extra half a mile <laughs> or just walked it and left the car at the side of the road. You absolute
1: well, I, still needed, I still needed to get petrol in, into the car, didn't Yeah, I? but you
0: could have done that after the
1: meeting. No, but I was literally in the middle of a, like, I was on a turn-off, slightly mounting a cab. <laughs> it was a dangerous spot. Bang did... those
0: flashes on and get on with it.
1: It was a dangerous spot, buddy. How did the meeting go? Did
2: they mind that you were late?
1: Uh, the meeting went fantastically well. It was with one of our great partners, um, Football America, who sell merchandise. We had in their showroom, which is awesome. And they get people visiting that place from all over the country. I mean, That's a great
2: a, partner to it, have. It's actually.
1: an NFL shop on an industrial estate. It's massive. They've got amazing loads of stock. And, yeah, they get people in there from literally all over the country as far as Cornwall. Really, really insane. Um, did, did, um... But, yeah, they're... Are they, are they, coming? they love working with us.
0: Are they coming to the Super Bowl party?
1: No, but who knows? Maybe there will be a future ones. We'll see.
2: Is there a Super Bowl party, party, Will? There is. Matt Sherry, tell us about it.
0: And be it's upbeat a about it. It's
1: revolving lens. Well, I realise this. I was
0: listening back to the podcast the other day. Matt Sherry's generally an upbeat person, but with the accent, I think he's got to add like an extra 30% of upbeatedness just to kind of fight against the dowerness. Come on, mate. Let's, let's let's. It's gonna
1: be amazing, guys! It's blue free bowling lids. It's free. There's cheerleaders. There's drinking. There's partying. There's games. There's everything. And then there's the Super Bowl as well. It's yeah,
0: awesome. that's that's more like it. Yeah, I that's love that.
1: Sign up at gridiron-magazine.com. People are asking about confirmation emails. We're sending the first batch of those out to the first 300 or so who already reserved places. Early next week and then after that we'll send them three hundred already weekly up until the game. Yeah. So we're we're it's two actually... and a half
2: weeks away and three hundred people already. If you haven't reserved your place yet, just go and reserve it they're gonna go, go. Yeah, people, they're gonna go quick. People
1: need to do it because we have um we have another hundred and fifty places guaranteed from our sponsors and stuff like that as well. So yeah, I mean Listen, capacity will re- be reached pretty quickly, so get signed up as soon as And you if you can. haven't been, it, it's
2: worth going. It's banging. The pizza's great. There's bowling. Uh, everyone's there for the same reason, to watch a really good game of football. Is and it, you'll it... get to
0: see the Jaguars play in their first ever Super Bowl. So, bully for you.
1: Well, let's hope so.
0: Nothing. Dangle
2: the rod out there. Didn't get nothing.
1: Uh, we the top s- Tom Brady's really got a badly injured thumb, Willie. <laughs> don't worry,
2: <laughs> hit, don't worry, Matthew Sherry. His thumb is fine.
0: He he actually hasn't done that voice to me in approximately eleven months. But knowing that Super Bowl week is approaching, and knowing that <laughs> he's yeah. going to be around, knowing that he's going to be around Liam Fisher for the course of Liam Fisher. Six, no, sorry, sorry who's, Liam, who's Blackburn, Liam, Fisher? Liam Blackburn? Liam well, Blackburn.
2: What of wireless group? Of uh, Liam no, he's
0: going to be around Liam Blackburn for a week. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of talking to me like this and it's oh yeah the, do you know the only person who still does that regularly when we're not at the super bowl is paolo bandini oh
2: yeah he does do it's that. very it's very odd yeah, that he's he the one man it, who does it.
0: it he does love it came around my house Can't last sunday paolo that, bandini yeah. got got drunk watched the games it was great maybe we Didn't could do he that on sunday over as well we he did have a sleepover it was lovely it was before i got my well, new I, bed I
1: was on i news on radio on sunday
0: yeah your point being
1: You can't get drunk on radio.
0: Well, maybe you can. Uh, I'm not going to suggest it's never happened before. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shall we talk about this NFL UK ticketing situation? I am awaiting a further confirmation from NFL UK about one part of this, because... OK, so the, the, here's the news. Get it out of the way. Ticket sales for the 2018 games are going to be opening on the 30th of January. That will be for Wembley season ticket renewals. You'll have two weeks to be able to renew your season tickets, which will cover the two Wembley games only. And you get a 10% discount if you do the two games, right? Then there'll be a second window that opens, which will be for other people wanting to buy season tickets. So on top of the renewed ones, other season tickets on top. Then single ticket games will go on sale for Wembley. The separate thing is that your season ticket doesn't cover the Seahawks Raiders game at Spurs. Tickets for that are likely to be around the NFL draft in April. That's how vague they've gone with it. People who have a season ticket will be able to buy a pri- they'll get a priority link to buy their tickets for Spurs, um, and that's uh, eight season tickets at Wembley. Also, so and uh, buys four at Spurs, you can take three other people, right. So we're still we're still yeah. confused. No, we're not confused. David Tossel has clarified it. That's fine. Um, what I was querying... So people are annoyed that it means they're not going to be guaranteed a ticket to Seahawks Raiders. It's a huge game. They've decided to play the biggest game at the smaller stadium because it's the launch of that stadium. And it's a 10-year partnership. And I totally get that from a marketing perspective. People's problem is, is that it means they won't be guaranteed a ticket to the most enticing game in theory on paper. I mean, actually... Jags-Eagles are both in championship games, so that's the most enticing game, really. Rematch. It could be a Super Bowl rematch. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the fact that it's the Seahawks' first time over. the problem is a lot of people who are thinking about going to that are going to be buying single-game tickets anyway, so they're already going to be behind the season tickets and, and, and the back of the queue as it is regardless. The real confusion is over this four tickets you'll be able to buy if you're a single-season ticket holder, right? Okay. So what I was trying to clarify with NFO UK is, say if you're going to like Glastonbury or something like that, you when you buy tickets, when you go online, you can buy up to six tickets on one credit card. Sure. Yep. But each of those person has people has to be registered individually. So my point was, okay, so if I'm a single season ticket holder, I can buy four tickets, but do they have to be? For each of them to have to enter their season ticket number, so I'm buying four seats for four season ticket holders to guarantee we're all sat together, or can I just, as a single person, buy four tickets and, in theory, just flog three of them off to whoever I want to? Okay. It turns out that it's the latter, by the sounds of it, not the former. Which is the problem. Which is a problem. That's not great. They could have put that system in place. They they sent out this clarification email saying, we understand the initial frustration of season ticket account holders who would like to have the opportunity to buy more than four season tickets at Tottenham. However, our ticketing policy has to be able to accommodate the differences in each venue. Example to safeguard against a scenario where the total number of Wembley season tickets exceeds the capacity of Tottenham Stadium. I get that that makes sense. That's never going to happen on the renewals anyway. Yeah,
2: you're not going to get 60,000 people all renewals.
0: Yeah, because there were only 40,000 tickets last year regardless. But
2: another problem is that they've promised Tottenham Hotspur season ticket holders a chance to buy Yeah, I
0: mean, that's that's not actually guaranteed to be happening yet and wasn't in today's release. That was something I'd heard on the grapevine and asked about in the press conference last week. And they said it's something that they are exploring, whether they put out a you know, a limited number of tickets they make available to Spurs season ticket holders. And we talked about this on the show last week. I, I get why they're doing that from a, you know, they want to bring new fans to the game and that's the whole point of trying to grow it here. But obviously that's going to frustrate NFL UK fans and I get that. I kind of, you know, I can see the business reason for doing it. I don't think it's the right footballing reason for doing it. But yeah, it's just the the kind of lack of clarity is the real problem. Uh-huh. That's, that's for me why they're getting so much backlash because it wasn't obvious and people have gone and, you know, in the way that they're able to nowadays, stamp their feet on Twitter and and lashed out, and I imagine that Neil Reynolds is probably getting some serious pelters in Cardiff tonight, questioning what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can't. Nobody else is joining in. I well, feel like no, I've got no, on a massive
0: monologue about no, this. No,
2: no, no. I I don't think you can argue really with any of that. I just I sometimes feel that there's a sense of entitlement with some. Football fans who have been lucky enough and or not lucky enough who've been able to get these tickets at season tickets and they feel that they should be rewarded on a loyalty system or loyalty points because that's something that we're used to here with uh, football clubs where you get loyalty points for going to away games or or whatever. The problem is that in that we are as a as a nation so so lucky to have one NFL game each year we've got 3 and it's there's always going to be teething problems around it the NFL UK don't help themselves with the way that they deal with deal with these things the way they do these things it sometimes feels like there isn't a thought process or you know there's no sort of flow chart beforehand of right what happens if this is the case? what happens if this is the case, and there's no troubleshooting and therefore we, when things get released, you get statements and you get another statement in response to the, the 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 backlash on twitter, so they they do tend to shoot themselves in the foot quite a bit, but I bring it back round I think we're 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 so lucky to have any games in this country this, in the, in any case. This,
0: this was the thing that... I, I, of, of all the arguments online, the one thing that frustrated me, and I agreed with a lot of the stuff that was out there, but it was this thing about... Um Two tickets doesn't... How can that even compromise... Like, be a season ticket? Like, we've only had three games or more games for four seasons now. It's not like... You know, there's not a huge amount of precedent for this. I think the NFL have been put in a really horrendous situation with the Spurs stadium being built in a year, having a reduced number of games there this year, not even knowing if the stadium's going to be ready on time, so maybe they're going to have to move venue. You know, there's so many factors in there that make this really difficult. I think their alternative was to go, Okay, well, we can't announce the Spurs tickets until we believe leave an estimate is April so we're just going to release all the tickets then and I think you'd have just got a different group of people complaining that they wanted to get it locked up earlier they wanted to spread their payments over a period of time like they've done in previous seasons it's there's just not a one-size-fits-all solution at this
2: point yeah yeah I mean
1: I assume I, I, I was I think I said on our last show that it was going to be interesting to see whether the cap season tickets because obviously I think that they could sell 60,000 for the for these three games. I really do. But, I mean, I guess the issue is that they can't guarantee that people will be seated together at this point. So I would think that's why they've had to do that. I mean, if you've got a priority to buy the third-game tickets as a season ticket holder, I, I don't really see what the issue is, but maybe I'm missing something.
2: Well, the, the thing there is, in plenty of other walks of life, uh, you get it now with... With music, you have to buy the album first to be on the list for the priority to get onto... Or you have onto to be the, on a certain phone network phone or... network or whatever. And that's the way things are going now. It's not; but it's it, no longer it, black it, it, and but white. But it's
1: also, it's also no different to if they were all part of the season ticket, is it? Because at the end of the day, if they were all part of the season ticket and you only wanted to buy a single game ticket, you wouldn't be able to buy a single game ticket until the season tickets had yep. been bought. You have and to then wait you're buying whatever. whichever tickets are left so i don't see i, I think it, I, i've not seen how it's been communicated because i've been as i say in meetings all day and, and sitting at the side of the road having
0: anything. to walk to a petrol station yeah. Yeah, all exactly of that stuff.
1: yeah a bit of that Car- a bit of that as well cans, yeah, yeah um but i mean yeah i mean it seems like a reasonable solution to me but maybe i'm missing Maybe I missed the overall point. But... And, as, and as I said,
2: the, the the communication and the way they go about it sometimes isn't great, and you'd expect that you wouldn't expect that from a company like the NFL or NFL UK, for instance, uh, putting a Z in prioritising instead of an S. <laughs> it's it's little things like that which will grate on some people like me, uh, who who like to to keep these things separate. But you know, it, they, just... they, they
1: were on... W.J. Gavin over there because he doesn't know how to spell <laughs> anything anyway. <laughs> 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 well,
0: good point. <laughs> and, and look, with the with the fact is, is, with the quality of this game and with the quality of the games in general this year, I think there were going to be people who were left disappointed, people who are going to end up having to pay more on online ticket websites. I mean, I don't know when this new um, legislation from the government is coming in that's going to be able to stop bots from buying tickets and cancel their tickets, etc. If that's going to happen before these come out, then people will have much more of an opportunity. I-, I think people are just scared they're not going to be able to go and see their team live. The fact is, is that there might be a situation where they've got to pay overhanded to do that, and that's not fair, but it's, it's... It's also any event that has a capacity, which is any event, there is a limited number of tickets for, because you can't go above that capacity, and unfortunately, there will be some people that miss out. I just hope it's not you, the Gridiron listener. And as Ben said on... Uh, ben, who came on our Gridiron made tour, it just sound
1: like we have one last listener, <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I'm communicating to each listener as if we are speaking to them personally. It is a... Standard cheeky radio technique, as Russ Hargreaves would say. That's a really niche oh, restaurant, someone God. Who talk sport.
1: I'm just going to move the, this on. The Will Gavin Sure, <laughs> I'm going to move it
2: on before I vomit. He uh, knows
1: all the tricks of the trade, but, doesn't but, he? But
2: as Ben said, who came on our gridiron tour... Oh, I can fade him down this time, can't I? Ben said that... Um, <laughs> yeah, you can, and that's great. Ben said, people are reacting this way <laughs> as it's their only... Come on, man. I don't even know what point in the podcast you did that to me last week because I just
0: got it off you and edited it and put it out there. And then somebody said to me, it was really funny that bit where Ollie faded Will out. And I was like, oh, great. Didn't even know that had happened. It was. Good, really job of adding,
1: good job of editing it, Will. The
0: way we edit, I'm not going back and listening to the whole hour. Ollie time codes the mistakes and I edit them out. It's there pretty standard.
1: Uh, but Ben said... I'll listen to the whole hour and take notes on each of your own performances. How people are... I'm desperate to get <laughs> this out. And, and yet... Never well, I'm, well, it listens, I'm give it up. While he listens You're to the tape already.
0: every week, he still doesn't improve. What's going on? That's yeah.
1: what I've just said, Will. That's what I've just said. Ollie, what
0: did Ben say on the no, WhatsApp? I really want to know. I'm done. Come on, Ollie. Well, really Ben said how
2: people are reacting on Twitter is just their way of stomping their feet and saying, I want to go! so and you and i have complete I empathy I totally and sympathy that, with that yeah. of course i do I but will you get to go to every game i didn't like that you get to go to every game will i didn't so like you that. shouldn't have a, a, a you shouldn't have an opinion on this
0: i got some hard pelters for the fact that i was kind of saying that i thought it was the lesser of two evils the, the route that they'd gone down and uh saying oh you get to go anyway and i'm like yeah because it's my job and I worked really hard to get this job. Really i yeah. like, you know, fourteen years to get to the point where I'm at now. Oh, no, here we go,
2: Sherry. Here we go. I, I'm not saying I'm at the <laughs> top oh, of Jesus. my game or anything. No, I'm just no, saying we all work very hard to get to the point yeah, where I mean,
1: we're at now. I'm just I'm just so proud of where I've got to. Yeah, I want to
2: thank my family. Uh, and my after wife. I've spent
0: so much of this week sticking up for how brilliant Matt Sherry is as well. I know, you to really get these did. pelters. Yeah, yeah. To get these pelters is a disgrace. Like Honestly, the conversation we had with, uh, who was it with the other day we were talking to about Gridiron being launched and somebody not realising how young Sherry was and how impressive it was, how well he'd done. And then
2: just this this. is the way we get treated. Now he's slagging you off. I've always backed you, Will.
0: I mean, you definitely haven't. Not like that northern charlatan. The (laughs) (laughs) the difference is, is I know you're (laughs) on a wind-up. This guy, (laughs) this guy means every word he says. (laughs) You're a disgrace, Sherry.
1: Uh, Ollie means every word, or I do
0: You, you mean every word
1: Well I I love you more than I think anybody on this planet loves you I mean mean,
0: my wife might contend that My parents might
2: contend that I don't know man, I've met both of those two And I would say (laughs) Sherry probably loves (laughs) you more
1: (laughs) I'm not sure your parents Like you that much well Thanks mate Shall we talk about the games?
0: Uh, Simon Clancy said the other day that we all make his top 20 favourite people and at first I was really glowing about that and then I thought about it and I realised that probably says more about how much Simon Clancy dislikes most people and we've just managed to get onto a, a short list of people he actually likes.
2: He sent in a private message to both me and uh, Sherry <laughs> that uh, you've, into dropped, the top you've <laughs> dropped into the top 30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm alright with that. Um, I can't get my, um, my laptop to work in this studio because uh, Wi-Fi at TalkSport is an absolute joke. Is there any NFL news that we really need to massively talk about since when we were together the other day that we didn't talk about uh, and uh, ahead of previewing the games this weekend?
1: The only NFL news that matters at this time of year is Championship Sunday.
0: Well, I mean, there but are is a lot that of
1: news. There, or there are a is lot of just a st- That's like that's what's going on. It's not
2: news, is it? Also, Jimmy l- News surrounding Championship Sunday.
1: Correct.
0: There, there were there were also twin. I mean, there were also. That's t- not what I, meant, I mean. That is that is just a, a Patriots fan who's been there for seven straight years I mean Sherry was in diapers the last time the Patriots diapers yeah I was going with the Americanism uh, <laughs> why,
1: are you, why, <laughs> why are, you are you doing that
0: as I know prioritises. what are you doing um, Sherry you was in what you're doing I've got there.
1: some diapers in my trunk at the minute will
0: <laughs> uh, Sherry was in Pampers I'm going to go with a brand and everything
1: other brands are <laughs> available what are you doing
0: here <laughs> I've been sponsored personally by Pampers <laughs> to mention them on the podcast I'm going to do it a lot okay, well, you
2: know,
1: What other you should
2: to go or? and get that looked at my
0: point was the last time the Patriots Weren't relevant in the postseason. Matt Sherry can't even doesn't even have memories of that time of his life. So he's like, oh, it doesn't matter around the championship game. The only thing that matters are teams that are in the championship game. There are a number of teams that still do not have a head coach, Matt Sherry, who are looking to what their future is going to be. Who care about this time of year because it's about their future. All of those. Yeah. Well, you just said nothing else matters, and that was just you looking through your Patriots goggles. And refusing to acknowledge that other people exist.
1: Let's do an hour on Jimmy G. Q, shall we, <laughs> Willie? Uh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Firstly, I don't like that name.
1: What, Willie?
0: No, Jimmy GQ. It's a crap nickname. All right. It's just a rubbish nickname. Fine. Uh, right, Should we start off with Jack's Patriots? Wanna know Todd Haley?
2: He will not be the Steelers' head coach. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a bit of news later.
0: we haven't talked about. And it's well go. worth talking about. Todd Haley, who uh, got some real stick for the quality of the offensive play calling late in that game and on fourth down, uh, was, uh, is not going to be back with the team next year. That's big news. The Steelers don't make many coaching changes. Yet again, Matt Sherry just stomping on the little man.
1: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not interested in the Steelers. <laughs> unless the chair is the head coach. It's uh, it's never going to change, is it? Everything changes and yet nothing really changes with a...
2: Wow. Okay, so shall we talk about that then? No, obviously no. not. No, let's not. Let's Sorry, talk, the, let's the, talk the about, ruling
0: The ruling overlord has decided.
2: Let's talk about Jags Patriots. Oh, no. You <laughs> can't turn me into Is Can there I, any no, no, news there's, around there's, the Jags Patriots?
0: Before we answer Jags Patriots, there is one bit of news that I wanted to share from other outside of the NFL news and it's about the Steelers ish as well so you know how when uh, Andy Dalton uh, threw the touchdown pass which put the Buffalo Bills into the playoffs yes and Bills fans all donated $17 to Andy Dalton's charity of choice because that's how many years since they've been in the playoffs it was a really lovely story bengal's fans have decided to pass the gesture on and are now donating to blake bortles foundation because he knocked the steelers out of the (laughs) out of the playoffs that's
2: great i'm a big fan of that
0: really big fan of that
2: pay it forward
0: yeah pay it forward was that that a a, a film
2: it was a movie yeah yeah
0: i've got a feeling i've had kevin spacey in it though so we're not allowed to talk about it anymore
2: (sighs) I can't talk about
0: it. While we're talking about the offensive coordinator situation, Dan Quinn has said all the blame isn't on uh, Steve Sarkeesian along alone. No, it's not, Dan. It's on you as well. <laughs> Bad head coaching. Thanks for
1: telling us that,
2: Dan. <laughs> but, but nice to throw Steve Sarkeesian <laughs> under the bus there, Dan. Great. Well done, Dan. <laughs>
1: It's Christ. not all his fault, Dan.
0: <laughs> uh, Dan, we can talk about the Jack. We can talk about Dan. the Jack's Patriots now. We've held off for long <laughs> enough. I
2: don't think he's heard me,
0: <laughs> Dan. Uh. <laughs> the best bit of that is the I've got your kids, Dan. I've, I've, I've got your kids, <laughs> Dan. Kids, Dan. <laughs> um, Tom Brady, gloves on both hands, thumb is hurting. Done! Doug Marone says he could throw left-handed if he wanted
2: to. Um, you can do one more. It's Done! It's uh, <laughs> it's that is the most rubbish bit of news there has ever been. Smokescreen, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. He's gonna be fine. The hand is fine. It's a lie. Guys, I'm, I'm going to put it right out there. <laughs> Handgate is a lie. Handgate is officially a thing. It, it's absolutely rubbish. And I'm not going to say what it is. That whole Donald Trump thing, because anyone that says that should be shot. That isn't Donald Trump, and he should. Also, uh, I shouldn't be saying that Donald Trump should be shot, but you know what I mean. <laughs> However, it's it's an utter smokescreen. The Patriots do something like this every single year, every single big game. I don't believe it. Move on. It's absolutely pathetic as well. W- <laughs>
0: he had a minor I collision in practice.
1: I want to hear an example of when they've done it before.
2: I can't think of one right now, but that's not the point.
0: Ollie, spend the rest of the podcast researching when the Patriots have done smokescreens in the past. Because I'm sure did you that
1: say the, did someone will that... have posted
0: an angry blog about all of the times they've done something. I, I love the um, the Leonard Fournette car crash being blamed on the Patriots yesterday. as well. Go on.
1: Yeah, but there's there's another one, isn't there? Somebody retweeted that, a Titans fan, had said this stuff just happens too often with the Patriots. <laughs> like Mariota's parents being in Hawaii when that bomb scare happened on the morning of the game uh, <laughs> yeah, <point>. uh, that's <laughs> very funny as if the periods are, uh, <laughs> are pressing the button to inform whoa, whoa. Miami you uh, know, the guy, that, <laughs> you know Hawaii, the guy that pressed sorry.
2: the button the guy that pressed the button was a Patriots fan
0: oh, so, oh here we go mm-hmm. Here we go. I, you
2: know... It gets less ridiculous by the minute. (laughs) I may or may not have made that up, but that's not the point. It's still pretty (laughs) ridiculous.
0: Right, I've got to do my real job pretty soon, so let's talk about Jags-Patriots properly now. Um, If Tom Brady is hurt, that makes this this game potentially more interesting, but the Jags defence does match up pretty well on the Patriots' offence because you've got interior pressure to get in tom brady's face which you desperately need you have got some fast linebackers to deal with the stuff over the middle you've got great man cover corners like the teams who we've seen beat the patriots down the year and it's not a gimme the patriots are three and three over those six previous conference games that they've been to so you know it's not a gimme by any stretch of the imagination there are there are ways that the jacksonville jaguars can win this game of football
1: I think I think the, the, a key stat on this Jaguars defense that is being owed is they played by pro football outsiders, the thirty-first schedule of opposing offenses, which means other than one team, they had the easiest run of offenses at the first. So that I think puts this some of the stats into perspective and that's not to say they're not massively talented i think they really are very talented i'm not sure they're as good as the talent suggests the talent suggests to me they should be denver from two years ago seattle from a couple of years before that good and i'm not sure they are that good and i think they'll get exposed provided tom brady is healthy I, I think I I know. I,
0: I think they are that good on their day. I think the problem is a, a bit of consistency. I think a lot of people... Yeah, are, are we true. talked about this earlier in the week. A lot of people are talking about that Steelers game conceding 42 points. But we talked about this earlier in the week. It came against four of the most ludicrous touchdown passes that Ben Roethlisberger has ever thrown. And game flow still dictates a bit of that. And the, the problem for me is that if they don't get up early... That that's when they really struggle. They are the ultimate front runner. I do believe that if the Jags can get up 10 points on the Patriots early on, go out and score a touchdown on the opening drive like they did against the Steelers, get a field goal after getting a couple of stops, then they're in a position where they could really slow the game down and really d- do a number. But if the Patriots get a couple of scores up, I wouldn't be shocked. In that, in that first situation, the Jags could win a tight game. In the second situation, you could see the Patriots suddenly running away with it. Because turnovers think, and short th- field and everything else.
1: To, to me, what's going to be the key to the game is the Patriots are pretty well versed of, against that cover for three man style Seattle defense, which is basically what Jacksonville run. Um, you saw them do it effectively in the Super Bowl. They did it in both Super Bowls. And... Ultimately, I, I just think the Patriots are, are well matched to play that defense. From that perspective, they've got good running backs who can catch the ball out the backfield. I'm not sure who other the Jags covers Gronkowski, unless they maybe Flick, Jalen Ramsey inside, but it's not something we've seen them do. That's what I'd like to see them do. I, I also, I, I
0: also really well. like Aaron Colvin. I wouldn't count him out from having a yeah. good game. I don't think he's as good as yeah, Ramsey, but it's a, but...
1: it's, it's against Gronkowski, though, isn't it? I mean, it's all well and good saying. You like a guy. You need your best guy. Or you need to Well, why not? Well,
0: yeah. Well, why not f- put Jalen Ramsey inside and Brilliant. Aaron Colvin can play outside. Yeah. Aaron Colvin yeah, can I'd play like to, outside. That,
1: that's, that's what I would absolutely like to see them do. But we we see whether they do that. I think the running backs are the X factor. I think Dion mm. Lewis has been the Patriots' X factor for about six, seven weeks now, almost under the radar. So he is. He's a great defence beater because he can make any, any man miss at any point. And yeah, I think I think that'll be the key. I think it'll be the the, the short passing game that the Patriots haven't used for a lot of the year, I think he'll be fully out in force in this game. And I think they'll be methodical and they'll move down the field and and the patient enough to do it as well, Will. That's one thing that a lot of these opponents in the past aren't able to do is be methodical and move down the field slowly and, and let a drive build. Teams get itchy feet, they want to pass the ball down the field, then they're behind the chains, then the patch rushers get into it. The Patriots will know that Brady is not going to be able to stand there for three, four seconds. They'll they'll methodically move down the field. And and I think, in that perspective, it's as good a match-up as it can be against a defence that is ultimately that talented. And My- Sherry, flip the field.
2: What about can the Patriots stop Uh, Leonard Fournette. I know they did a really good job against uh, Derrick Henry last week, but... Blake Bortles has been really good using his feet and TJ Yeldon, I thought, had one of his best games in a Jags jersey and, and, and last week And do well. you know what,
0: actually, not just that but the Jaguars line, the, the Jaguars oh, the line was incredible. The Jaguars offensive line actually, if you look over the back over the season, have been a decent run blocking line, but have actually been a bit overrated in pass protection. People have talked about them mm. like they're a strength. They're basically just an average offensive line, which, don't get me wrong, Russell Wilson would love to be playing behind an average offensive line. There are plenty of teams in the league that would love to have an average offensive line. Last Week they stepped up to be to yep. looking like a good offensive line and and were impressive and and dealt with the pressure and and yes I know the Patriots got eight sacks last week but I think they got eight sacks against a team where that it was yeah the, I mean, the design was going to allow uh, that to happen I think that they can keep Bortles reasonably clean
1: yeah their pass rush is not is not eight sacks good I mean it's better than it was but it's still not great. Um, the one thing the Patriots have in their favour of, two of the last three games, their defensive game plan is basically, in this game, what it was two of the last three games against Buffalo and against Tennessee, in that you had... They've, they've found a guy now in, in Marquise Flowers, the linebacker, who's great at getting backs out the backfield, but also spying athletic quarterbacks. Their run defence is getting better every week. I said that before last week, and I think I said to you guys separately that I didn't think Derek Henry would have a good night last Last week, I don't think Leonard Fournette will. I think the Patriots will do everything to stop the run. And if Blake Bortles can beat them through the air against tight man coverage, which is not what he experienced hmm. at all last week, then then Godspeed to him. I think the Patriots accept that. They're famous for making you play left-handed, and that is going to be their game plan. I mean, if it wasn't, I think everybody would be stunned. I don't think that Blake Bortles can move the field down the move the ball down the field against that game plan if the patriots stop the run. I think I think if I you really say, I mean, but maybe, if you
0: really sell out for the run what's to stop him coming out and doing what he did to the patriots to the steelers on that opening drive last week where uh, he had three straight play action passes and they completely they completely a, sold out to it
1: a second a secondary that is a million times better than the steelers
0: I don't Simply, think it's I mean, a million the, the, the times. Second, I don't think it's a million times better. The, that is a massive overstatement. With Joe Hayden back, the Steelers secondary is better than you are. Joe, giving Joe, hey, Joe
1: Hayden. Joe Hayden is not better than any of the Patriots two starting cornerbacks. You saying? Butler, sorry,
0: who, who are we calling the Patriots playing. starting cornerbacks?
1: Gilmore and Butler.
0: He's, he is a better cornerback and has played better this season when fit than Malcolm Butler. And you have been slating Malcolm Butler on our I have, side I group. have
1: been slating... Yeah, but you I can't just go based on his overall, t-
0: overall George, talent. George Hayden, his form this George, year hasn't George... been good.
1: He, he hasn't been great, but he hasn't been terrible either. He hasn't been as good as he's been the t- previous two years. I think if
0: they get play action going and good matchups on Malcolm Butler, if, then Blake Bottles has the potential, and it requires him not making silly mistakes, but has the potential to be able to move the ball.
1: If if you match it at one for one, Gilmore at this point in his career is better than Hayden. Yeah, Butler I didn't say I didn't say that. Two cornerback. And they're But you've changed You know you've changed it. <laughs> you completely changed it, though. No, I, I'm, I'm not changing. I, I think Butler <laughs> is also as good, if not better, than Hayden as well. But what I'm saying is, if you match the unit to unit, but also the absolute strength of the Patriots is their three safeties, and their three safeties are all better than Pittsburgh's. Yeah, I'll give you that. Simple. Yeah. So when I say it's a vastly superior secondary... But if is. they are
0: selling out to the run, the safeties aren't involved in coverage as much. You maybe have one of them back there, not three. You're playing less nickel. You're putting safeties in the box more. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but I think the only guy they'll put in the box is Chung, and I think that is enough to stop the Jaguars' ground game. And we'll see. I mean, that's one of the interesting things and decisions that they'll have to make. But, I mean... The, the, but. The other thing is, they don't have the weapons, Jacksonville. I mean, it's all well and good criticising Bortles, but for all we've seen, Mark Eastley and D. Westbrook have good games. We've never seen consistency from them. So, I, I think that's the toughest matchup in the game because I, I think the Patriots' defence is better than people think. But I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. Yeah, we'll what see. what
2: uh, Blake Bortles and the Jags did well last week was moving the ball around nine different receivers and okay he may not get the same amount of time and uh, the 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 amount of um he'll get a tighter windows to throw the ball into as you said what they've done is they've planned in in utilizing all of the, the the different things that they can three different tight ends catching balls fullbacks catching balls alan hearns is back marquise lee Keelan Cole, you know, so the Jags have been planning for this eventuality of of uh, not having a number one receiver, as it were. But uh, yeah, that is that probably is well. Where I mean, it's what what? They, lost.
1: What they also did last week is the drives where they scored the majority of the points. Again, they, they were seemingly in the game and gaining six yards on every carry. So that's the starting point: is stopping the run still. And, and I thought. Given the circumstances, they end ended the game. It bottles obviously played well last week, but the Steelers could not have made it easier for him. They really couldn't have.
2: And that goes down to it so we'll, we'll goes down week. to
1: coaching, scheme,
2: yep. and you would. I mean, anyone would say that the Patriots have the best coaching and schemers in, yeah, in my, the league. my my concern
0: so, on on that point is that one thing we haven't really seen from the Jags this year. It's happened once or twice. Uh, but game-specific game plans. I was saying how they're a team that, that a play from in front and they're a team that look good when they're the, the gay, the, they've the they got the rub of the green, but they're not a team who have made adjustments particularly well and they're not a team who have... I, I can't think of... An occasion this season where really they came out and did something different to their normal game plan in order to match up with an opponent, and that's where maybe the limitations of their coaching does come into play. You know, I still expect a Patriots victory, and I and you know I would love to see the Jags in the Super Bowl for all the reasons that it would be blatantly obvious for me to yeah. state. But I just, I, you know, I'm I'm a little bit sick of them being written off and this idea that they're just happy to be there, etc.
1: I, I mean, I'm I'm not right. I, I don't think you can ride off a team with that much talent. That's the main thing. I mean, everything goes out of the window if Tom Brady throws three interceptions. He's done it before in the playoffs. There's no reason... if a def- If any defence in this NFL is going to create that kind of game for Brady, yeah. it's absolutely this one. But what we're talking about is if we think it'll go the way these games would go ahead of it, this is what'll happen. But... That Jags team is so talented that they can win any game against any opponent on any day. So they absolutely are in this game and could win it. Who has the better line, offensive line? Pittsburgh or the Patriots, Matt? Oh, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, definitely Pittsburgh. So, Pittsburgh, Sorry, I know I'm not Matt, but, but I'm just...
2: Pittsburgh having, having a great old. line allowed uh, Big Ben to have a really good game. Okay, he's got those three wide receivers who are great. Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Big Ben with with less of the weapons apart from Rob Gronkowski I think they I think if you if you were to have a top trumps and then you came out with it what uh, with you came out of uh, the top trumps comparison between the offenses between Pittsburgh and uh, New England it would come
1: about come out about level I reckon so Yeah, and and, I mean, also, it's all about the the offense against that defense, isn't it? Yeah. I think Pittsburgh's performance last week was a massive anomaly in that they completed so many deep passes and moved the ball in chunk plays downfield in a way that really you would... That's not going to be the Patriots' game plan this week, and I'm not sure it should be, but as Will alluded to earlier, he had four or five amazing, like, some of the best catches we've seen this season... Two of those plays happened on fourth and long, so yeah. it was an anomaly last it week. Was, well, I would freakish. say against this defence... Yeah, I'd say against this defence, 95 times out of 100, the Patriots would score more points than Pittsburgh that go about in a totally different way. And I also think that the Pittsburgh offence is the reason that in one of two games this season, Ben Roethlisberger threw five interceptions. I don't think the Patriots will put themselves in a position for that kind of game. And I... I think it's a knife edge there with Pittsburgh. Either some of those players work out, or Big Ben's thrown another two, another three picks. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. Sorry, head on the. I think this is one of the most. um, I think twenty-four-seven to the Patriots, but that sounds like a real disparity between the teams that I don't believe exists. But what will you hit the nail on the head, Will, for me? If if early, okay. they've got a real chance, but I'm not sure that that'll happen. So if it doesn't, I think the Patriots could run away with it relatively in, in this kind of game.
0: Right. I have to go and do my real job. Um, so I'm going to leave you gents to uh, preview the second game. But I think What's
1: your what's your scores, Will, for both games? Let's say them before you head uh, out.
0: So I, I will take, I think it's going to be really higher scoring. Um, I'm going to take 31-20 Patriots over the uh, Jags, with one at least one of those scores from the Jags being a defensive touchdown. Um, I'm, and going, in, so I'm
2: going, uh, just just for so that we get them all out, I'm going 27-17, Patriots.
0: Uh, and I will take for the Minnesota Viking-Philadelphia Eagles game. I picked the Eagles the week before, and I was feeling really smug about myself, and there's a little part of me that's really tempted to pick them again in Philadelphia. But I'm so desperate to see the Vikes in a home Super Bowl. They're going to let Hart go over probably not head either but uh, I'm going to take the Vikes in a low scoring game 17 to a rare 13 Oh, that is a rare 13 As a final score it is when your opposition scored 17 I think they're 13 10 down late on yeah. Philly take a lead with a field goal and they go on another miraculous drive and get a play a
2: home Super Bowl Matt Sherry do you th- so we'll move on to the, the Vikings love you bye yeah. out. we'll move on to the Vikings love you Will Love you. love. He says love you. Thanks, mate. Yeah. You
0: are the person that loves me more than anyone else in the world.
2: It is true. True. Uh, so we'll move on to that game. Sherry, is there any danger that the Vikings <laughs> will be emotionally drained because of how incredible that finale was at the end of the game last week?
1: You've just taken my kind of opening statement on this game out of my mouth. Like, of course there's a danger of that. I mean, that was and it's not just the emotional drama of the end that was a i mean that was an emotional drama game full stop when you have that many lead changes at the end of a game obviously you don't feel out of the night but you must feel utterly exhausted at the end of it and one key element that we didn't discuss in the New England game and it applies here as well is the eagles have had an extra day's rest i mean that is yeah. that is significant especially when you factor in That that game last week was the last game of the weekend. It was insane. You're then on the road the next week, so you've got to travel as well. I think there's a lot of factors against Minnesota in this game. It's going to be fascinating. I think it's going to be a really fascinating game because whereas I see the potential for the other game to get out of hand if certain things happen, I think this game probably is close all the way through.
2: I yeah, I'd agree with you there. I, th- I think another thing that people should think about is that uh, Minnesota have been playing in a dome. It was in a dome last week. They've got to go outside. They've got to go on the yeah. road to Philadelphia in a, in a loud stadium. I mean, these, are, these guys are professionals, and they would have played outside. They'd have played in the north. They'd have played in the south, whatever. And th- actually, the weather forecast in Philadelphia is going to be about – it's balmy. It's 10 degrees. But – the, with the extra day all of those things you've got to weigh up and into that and okay the Philadelphia have got Nick Foles under center and the running backs are dropping balls and uh th- things aren't quite clicking but you know the, the 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 scale is is tipping their way because of all of those other mitigating circumstances
1: yeah I agree and I mean it's not like you know Minnesota's offense has played really well, and they've got they've got some really talented pass catchers. And the Case Keenum story has been has been amazing, and I think we've all bought into it and we've yeah. all enjoyed it. But he's he's still he threw a terrible interception last week at a really bad time. He's has still got that in his locker. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that Case Keenum turns the ball over. To and he had at least three two times other... in that kind of environment.
2: Exactly, had at least two other opportunities where. The ball could have been turned over, and I think even on that very last drive, he lobbed one up, which was lucky not to have been caught by Marshall Lattimore or someone else on, in that defense. So there is a rick in Case Keenum, and it wasn't a play. It wasn't a brilliant play from him to yeah. to ensure that it was a win. He he lobbed it up. Diggs high pointed it as though it was it was uh, in um, as though it was in the end zone. the, the Marcus Williams made a, a fatal error. And Diggs went home, and, and and the rest is history. The rest is incredible history. But it, it, the the Saints lost that game. The Vikings didn't win that game.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean the Vikings did their best to lose it. Yeah, have been in a haven't been in a winning position earlier in the game. So I think I th- I mean in most circumstances I would pick the Vikings to win this game. But you laid out all of the factors, and I mean. A night game in that stadium is going to be absolute insanity yeah. with the Super Bowl on yeah. the line. I mean, those fans—animals, for want of a better word—like they, <laughs> I mean, they really I, crazy. Have you been crazy fans? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, I've I been as there well. for The draft. Um, well, and... I have been to see Green Bay there, and they oh, are. So you've—I've—I've I've been to watch a game in that stadium. that... It's a massive stadium and it, but yet yeah. it feels really close the the, the stands are, are, are banked it's really high in the designed, steep. isn't it It's wonderfully designed you can see Philadelphia from from some of the stands yeah. as well so you're looking at downtown the the, um, the the basketball team's rubbish the baseball team is no good soccer is is new in that state in that city it's an NFL city and this will mean more than anything else to them and uh, you know, I I also think when it comes to the Vikings, the 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 carrot, the Philip of having a home Super Bowl, everyone almost expects them to go in there and roll over um, and roll over Nick Foles and 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 the Eagles' offense. We can't we can't rule out that defense who only let up ten points last week. And regardless of the bad play calling that from Atlanta, and regardless of. Of um Julio Jones not having the best day and and, and whatever. That defence is still legit.
1: Yeah, and I mean and that and that offense as bad as it's been all yeah. I mean I said my piece on that earlier on in the week. It still has a great quarterback. Matt yeah. Ryan is a is a top six, seven, top five even quarterback, so Devontae Freeman and, is and, and... a top
2: five running back. You've got Well, top ten running back, and uh, Julio Jones is a top three wide receiver. So top two, I mean, exactly. It's it's him and Antonio Brown, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's again, there are so many coin flips, and that's why it's 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 beautiful that these two teams have made it this far because they match up in different ways and various ways against each other. Incredibly, uh, for it to be that kind of almost coin flip game,
1: right? yeah I mean it's one of it's one of those as well I'm even as a Patriots fan I'm desperate for Minnesota to win because I want Minnesota there I, I think Minnesota New England is is an amazing Super Bowl potentially and I think that the Patriots if if they beat Jacksonville would destroy the Eagles so if the Eagles win I think it would almost be better if the Jags won but for this game in this night in Philadelphia outside. That is a tough ask to go in there and win, even with Nick Foles.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would utterly agree with you. It, the um, When it comes to the Vikings' offence, Diggs turned up in a big way last week. But did he... And so did Thielen. Thielen, but, Thielen well, made some what, great catches That's last what week. I'm saying. And Thielen had, uh, Thielen had Desmond, um, uh, not Desmond Truffaut, had Marshall and Lattimore sort of following him around the field. And still so, managed yeah, to have a ha, Still had a, managed to have a really great game. Did the the cornerbacks for the Eagles are nowhere near as as good, in my opinion, nowhere ne- near as good. Do you think Thielen and Diggs will have bigger games, or uh, you know what, what's going to happen from that respect, that point of view?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I am I, really <laughs> not sure. Yet. It's I amazing, mean, I, isn't it? This this game. I, yeah, it's it's one of those where it's the classic playoff game that I think will just be a close game that comes down to one or two players. I mean, it probably comes down to which quarterback doesn't turn the ball over.
2: The incredible so, thing is, if this game was in Minnesota, I would pick Minnesota all day long.
1: I would pick Minnesota by at least fourteen points in Minnesota.
2: But everything else, and and I would I wouldn't do that if they'd had if they had Carson Wentz, but. This game in Philadelphia, I've got a sneaking feeling that Philadelphia will edge it by a a field goal.
1: I've got a 17-14 Philadelphia No way! That's exactly what I was going to say! 100% that's exactly what I was going to say. It's just, it's similar to the Jaguars last week who I said I thought would, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but certainly on the day on TalkSport with you guys I said, I just had a feeling the Jaguars were going to win it, and I I just have a feeling the Philadelphia are going to snake this.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing that as well. I'm going seventeen fourteen. I think all of those mitigating circumstances, the fact that they could be emotionally drained. Uh, the Vikings, I know I know they're professionals, but when it when it comes down to it, and the the prize at the end of the. At the end of the rainbow, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow to be playing in your home stadium, that could weigh too much on on particularly Keenum. But some of the other guys there, I just, everyone is looking at the Vikings to do this and the Eagles could really spoil their party. So, yes, I am also doing that.
1: The only X factor in all of this, and it's what I've said a few times the last few weeks, is if they throw Sam Bradford in, if things are going wrong for Keenum. I'm, I'm riding that train. I think that they would win the game in those circumstances.
2: Um, and we've been speaking... And what, a
1: redu- what a story that would be. <laughs> Sam Bradford go back into Philadelphia.
2: Unbelievable.
1: into the game and winning it.
2: And they activate Teddy Bridgewater as well, but Sam Bradford then goes down injured, and they bring in Bridgewater, who <laughs> runs in the final touchdown in overtime. It probably would happen. Something we haven't mentioned, and it's been remiss of us to do so, or not to have mentioned so, that Vikings defense is—it's uh, it, awesome. It's it's awesome,
1: and they could easily carry them to victory. I yeah. mean, we're not ruling that out either. But it's a great unit. I mean, Philadelphia are going to struggle to score, to move and move the ball and score. But I I, I really buy into the home field advantage at this stage. Yeah. In that kind of stadium, I mean, it, I think it's different depending on the on the venue, but. And, and the fans, but those those Philadelphia fans are insane, man. I, I think they could have a, a real say on the outcome.
2: They're nuts. They are absolutely nuts. So we're both going 17 14. I've forgotten already what Will said would happen. Was it? Uh, he said it was a, th- a weird one. It was 17 13, Yeah, it was 17, 17 13. to the
1: Vikings.
2: There we go. That is incredible.
1: It, that is absolutely. He picked incredible. with his heart, though, didn't he? Yeah. He, he did. specifically said, I'm picking with my heart.
2: Matthew Sherry this has been wonderful I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow I will come yeah and see
1: you. it's got to be for more than one drink though uh,
2: will it maybe it will I don't know anyway uh, <laughs> I'm definitely, see, <laughs> definitely seeing you tomorrow um, uh, to hit us up at Gridiron at what is your Twitter handle these days it always changes so Matthew never... Gridiron Matthew Gridiron Ollie Hunter at Will Gav uh, at Touchdown Trips getting you yes you in the game go and see some. and if you don't
1: get tickets for for that Seattle Raiders game then you can always contact them and go to the real thing I tell you what and
2: that that would be better I don't know whether it would be better but it's still it is amazing it's amazing there are still some playoff deals and Super Bowl deals that you can get through Ben the lovely Ben at uh, Touchdown Trip so if if your team makes it it you can only you can get it Nowhere cheaper than with Ben. So have a look at the deals. It's a trip of a lifetime. It'll be incredible in that amazing stadium. I can't wait to go to that stadium as well. Uh, Any final thoughts, Matthew Sherry?
1: Can't wait. I just cannot wait now. It's the weirdest Final Four I've ever seen in terms of the quarterbacks. And I just think it's really a bizarre Final Four, but I'm massively excited about it. It is a
2: bizarre Final Four, but I think it's great for the NFL because you've got... Three really good defenses. A good defense in the Patriots. You've got the best quarterback probably that's ever lived. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't win another Super Bowl, and you know I
1: mean, he did, he did win a lot more than one. Yeah, round, well, right. does he?
2: Maybe one, maybe two more, and then then we can have a conversation. But that's that's a it's definitely a conversation <laughs> for another time. Definitely the best head coach that's ever been in the game. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. I we'll...
1: love Doug Maraud as much as you do, Ollie. <laughs>
2: We're going to be all over it on Sunday at Grid- Gridiron. Hit us up on there as well. Thanks ever so much. This has been the Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips. Getting you, yes, you in the game. Yes, Look, you. you. You out there too. And me. And you. You. Yes, you. Love you. Bye, guys. Dan! <laughs> Dan!
1: Dan! <laughs> Dan! Uh, I don't think he's sick. Dan! (laughs)